Friends beyond the binary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I forgot I was going to prepare something, but I didn't want to sacrifice uh, to to uh, bring the lulls on time. Uh, but I did, I do, I did want to. Say, I do. I'm here to. Uh, sorry, because I thought I would. My goal, one of my goals. Now you're going to be hearing this in the future, out of order was to do one of these little teasers, uh, welcomes uh, to every song on the new Weekend album. And uh, I guess part of me did not want to sacrifice and sit down and do it. But part of me forgot to sacrifice. But you could sacrifice your thoughts uh, to my lulls. I'm going off. You don't even have to actively because I'm going to be here with lulls that are twice as nice. Uh in that are not cold as ice, uh, but they're uh, somewhat like I'll try to rhyme just thrice, uh, and now I'll move on. If you're confused or slightly what, uh, this is, you're in the right place. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And I couldn't do it without all you Patreon babes. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest of what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, on your mind, thoughts that you're thinking about, about the past, the present, or the future. So thoughts, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally uh, related to those thoughts or that are just there, or, you know, feelings, we got them. We're humans, we got them. I think probably feelings, they're around, uh, especially they like feelings. They like coming up at bedtime. Something else that comes up at bedtime, physical sensations, uh, changes in routine, time, temperature, things coming up, uh, things that just happened, things going on. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, uh, I can promise you there's probably someone out there that's gone through something similar. But I can guarantee you as well that there's hundreds of thousands of people that know how it feels, including me. And, and even if I don't know exactly how you're feeling right now, I could probably relate uh, or someone else out there can relate. And it's kind of weird in a one-way podcast to try to um, bridge that, uh, but that's just the truth. There's other people out there. That's why I make this show. So whatever it is that's keeping me awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that. And the way I propose to do it it's like to create this safe place to kind of earn, I, I like I say, it's been a while, I think, since I've said it, but maybe I said it yesterday. It's about, I'm here to earn, earn your trust by losing it or, or earn your trust so I can lose it. To build rapport, so you, like this is the only thing where I'm going to build rapport, ideally. So then I can see rapport written and say, is that rapoi, rapois, rapois? And they say, you just lost all the rapport you built. And I say, great. That means you hopefully are too, like, uh, falling asleep. But the uh, uh, ways I propose to you, I, I smooth and I pat and I rub down the safe place. 
And I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Creaky, dulcet tones kind of mean my voice is not perfect. It's not traditionally soothing or comforting. It may become that for you, but it's a little bit different. Also, I utilize point. I misutilize. It was. It would be like here's here's what sleep with me would be if it was a physical item. One of the many. It would be if you took one of those Swiss Army knives that has like or like one of those tools, leather tools or whatever they're called, multi tool. That's what they call. It. Let's just call it a multi tool. So we're not. If those companies want to send me some dough, that's great. So if you took a multi tool and you combined it with a with a swirl, what do they call them? Can you swirly straw? Those have kind of, uh, I don't know, they're not as popular anymore. I think when, when we, 80s kids, you can they say, holy cow, this is groundbreaking. It's a straw where the liquid goes in loops and circles uh, if you really suck hard. And I said, boy, boy, oh boy, I've sucked hard my whole life. Uh, I can relate to that. Uh, but I think about it, somewhere someone invented that, and it was successful. I would guess that was probably one of those things that was invented by multiple people at the same time or within the same time span. I don't know. I guess I know future podcast topic. Uh, are those called? That's not a bendy straw. Bendy straw is the one that goes makes a noise like rumpa, rumpa. I don't know. Curly straw is not what they're called. I, I want to call it a swirly straw. But I bet somewhere in the world that's some sort of term that makes people giggle. They say swirly straw. Uh, that, but you know, that's uh, so. Or like a straw. Somebody, you say, where am I? I thought I was listening to a sleep podcast, and you were explaining how to do it. And I say, oh yeah. Well, if you took a, a, a multi tool and you combined it with a swirly straw, you didn't put a swirly straw in a multi tool because that, well, that that that's brilliant. Uh, Probably not a good idea with the multi-tool stuff it tends to be hard and metally or metallic. No, not metallic, made of metal or iron or whatever. I don't know. Some sort of hard alloy. Oh, boy, my brain's really busting out some vocab. Rapport in alloy in the same episode. But it's more if you say, is that, it's hard to put into words what sleep with me is. You see, it's like a bendy straw in a multi-tool uh, fell in love, held hands for a very long time, maybe kissed. Uh, and then one day uh, uh, there was another existing in existence. And you say, what, like, uh, oh, that's wonderful. It has, uh, all of the qualities of both of you. And, uh, that's what I think how people would say. And, uh, well, anyway, I got, here's my, here's the card and some balloons. Got to run. Uh, congratulations. So, okay, so, oh, so if you're confused, that's that sums it up. I'm going to send, oh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. It means I go off topic, I get mixed up, I talk about seemingly almost nothing, which we just did. So you got an example there. That's a po- That was a pointless meander and then a superfluous tangent. Like, I think, uh, you see, what's the difference between those two things? Pointless meander is usually about other stuff, and then a superfluous tangent is when, ha- when I have to make it about me. And I think I successfully did both of those things. I'm not a bit positive about that, so don't hold me to it. Uh, 
But uh, if you in, in this moment, that's what I believe the difference between a pointless meander and a superfluous tangent is. Okay, so if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Let me give you some info so that maybe you feel more comfortable. I can earn that rapport. And then you can take you. You don't even have to take it away. You just let it fall out of your hands. So you sign the rapport, and then you say, "Where was it?" Uh, so the reason I make this show, I kind of alluded to earlier, is so you feel less alone in the deep dark night when you're struggling to fall asleep. I know how that feels: uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I, I've been through it. Uh, I know how it feels. I know what, how it feels the next day. And the day after that and the day after that. So I'd like to help for that reason. But more important than that is the fact that you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you can rest. You deserve a wind-down routine that eases you into bedtime, a bedtime you don't dread, that maybe you look forward to or at least feel ambivalent about, that feels safe, uh, And I I would like to be a part of that, but even if I can't be, it doesn't change the fact that you deserve it. And if you have a place you can rest most of the time and that feels good to you, the world will be a better place because your life will be more manageable and you you could be out there flourishing and growing. And, and, And that means the world we live in is a better place. Even if you're just rested and that hour more rest or like feeling less alone, I know that's when I'm a little bit better, a tiny bit better. And that's very important to me because it is important and you're important. So even if this show doesn't work for you or even if you're already like, I loathe you and your voice, you're not alone. P- pretty common response. Uh, you could all just remember sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Just like if you say, huh, I, I hear what you're proposing no, thank you. I hear your creaky dulcet tones. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no, thank you. I see your pointless meanders. No, thank you. You could check that out. It has other sleep podcasts and sleepy stuff on there. That being said, the majority of the listeners uh, who listen on a regular basis, uh, you know, some people listen to like 10 episodes every single night. Some people listen to 10 episodes a month. Uh, and everything in between. Some people listen to one episode over and over and over again. But all of them, not all of them, excuse me, a lot of people say, have said, hey, it took me two or three tries to get used to your show because, it, it, I like, uh, you talked about, I don't even know what you were talking about, but it didn't make any sense. Wasn't what I expected. Didn't sound like what I thought. It took me a little while to realize, oh, okay. And that's like most people that listen to the show on a regular basis. And some people, I talk about this a lot, it is true and it's okay. They say, I really disliked you or the style of your show, the tone of your voice or, or the way I carry myself. And then I tried the show again a year or two later and I realized, oh, okay, that's part of the process. Being barely likable, it's a part, of, I'm just being me, like, uh, but I'm an acquired taste. It's not a... It's not, a, this is somewhat of a no judgment zone. Uh, it, like, because uh, it's, I'm trying to build a safe place. Uh, not a perfect safe place, but you know, so some judgments keep, you just have them and, and then let them float away. And that also goes into the first thing about the show that's hard if you're new. It is the kind of podcast you just let it float away. It's not a podcast you focus on or you listen to, or even where I tell you a bedtime story and it slowly leads you on a journey to sleep. 
It's kind of like a puffy cloud that's floating away that you're barely aware of. So it's a, another thing. Just see how it goes. Uh, like, listen, just like I was playing in another room. And, and, and you'll kind of develop over two or three tries how you like to listen to the show. And that even may change over the years. Because I know listeners, uh, some people by their first names that have listened to the show since I started it. Or that have come and gone as their lives have changed. So just uh, barely listen to me. I guess I think I've established my at least qualifications for not being listened to thus far. We could, we could all agree on that. You say, okay, you are qualified to be barely listened to. The other thing that's strange about this being a sleep podcast and kind of, I started it in 2013, there wasn't a lot of stuff like this. And now there's more options. But this is a sleep podcast you don't really listen to anyway. I'm more here to keep you company than to tell you a story that puts you to sleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bra, your boar, 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 did I say boar bestie, your boar friend. I'm here to be your friend in the deep dark night to talk and you don't have to listen to me. But if you wake up or or even if you're sleeping and I'm playing that's part of it. I'm here for you. And if you can't sleep, there's a small percentage of listeners who can't sleep at all. I'm here. They know it. I'm here to the very end. Or if you're having something going on during the day, that's what I'm here for, to keep you company. So those two things can really throw people off, obviously, because there's not a lot of shows that say, don't listen to me. And this is a sleep podcast, but I'm not going to put you to sleep. I'm going to keep you company while you fall asleep. So those are two things. What else can we go for? Um, oh, the structure of the show. That can also understandably throw people off. Uh, our show starts off high energy uh, with a greeting. Uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, something, something. Uh, I don't want to skate on ice or whatever I said. Uh, if I do, I will. If I do a spin, it won't be thrice. But hopefully our skate will be nice. Whatever I said at the beginning of the show, uh, those I said those are probably better uh, rhymes. Uh, is uh, the show starts off with a greeting, uh, so you feel seen and welcomed, in, and you kind of get the idea. Oh, the show's a little bit silly. Then we have support for the show again. High energy. It's the start of the show, and it's what keeps the show free for everybody whenever they want it on whatever podcast they want it. Unless it's like a closed ecosystem, but because that's important, that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to achieve uh, on a regular basis is, hey, if somebody wants to show, they can just listen to it. It's it's sponsor supported partially. So the, the, the show starts off with support for the show, then support for the listeners and the communities around the show, support for for, uh, something I might support, a nonprofit or something. And then there's the intro. And for some, I guess understandably, some people, like, they they hear the support and they say they feel strongly or the high energy to support the show. And they feel strongly. But then after that, between, like, minute six or eight to minute 20 or so is the intro, which we're in the middle of here. It's a show within a show. And sometimes people think it's, like, part of the business or housekeeping. It's really a show... And someone just wrote a review about it, like it that ideally it echoes kind of like a wind down, like a mental wind down. Like the intro, almost it follows a similar structure, but it's different every time. 
And it's meant to give you some wind-down time, a transition from being awake to asleep, uh, maybe kind of reflective of how my mind works and how this listener that reviewed the shows works, where maybe you're thinking about something and then you don't even realize it. You know, if you're thinking about something nice, uh, like counting sheep is an example, and then all of a sudden it doesn't make any sense. It stops, you know, it slowly leads you off into the twilight, and you're like, oh, maybe I'm asleep, or then next thing you know, you're waking up. So the intro is meant to ease you into bedtime, and it's just a transition. Now, some people skip it, totally cool. Some people listen to story-only episodes, totally cool. And uh, some people fall asleep, that's awesome, looking good, sleeping Oh, boy, I love watching your breath. Uh, you look so amazing. Uh, I wish I was a, I, I was a crooner instead of a creaky dulcitor so I could sing you a, t- t- a tune about how your breathing relaxes me while you sleep. But for most of the listeners, it just helps ease you into bedtime. It's part of their wind-down routine, which is something that really works is having that wind-down time. Maybe doing something else chill or maybe just listen to the show while you're getting ready for bed and getting in bed and getting comfortable. So that's the intro. Then there's more support between the intro and the show. Again, because of the goal, free Twice a week, a bunch of episodes in the archives. The sponsors and the support make that possible. And then it'll be a story. Tonight will be our ongoing episodically modular story, uh, Spice Friends, so you can listen to it in any order. And it's really nice. Talk about what would the world be like with giant Spice Friends, right? Totally, totally sleepy. Uh, uh, but... but uh, you know, it can't be just uh, Spice Friends walking around because I guess the reason you say, Scoots, why do you put work into the show? Because our brains put work into keeping us awake, I guess, is my simple theory today. So I got to make a story that's just barely interesting to keep your brain engaged because your brain's pretty smart. It's It's got gray matter and all that, you know, stuff. I don't know if it's, it's, it's it, it, you know, it's important. So it's important for me to engage your brain barely. But some people say, well, you, we could just read the phone. I say, I don't think, I don't know if that would work. Uh, there's other stuff that does that for other people. But this show, just barely engaging and different every time. That's why I tell a story. And I also tell it, like I said, for people that are lonely in the deep, dark night, whether it's your limbic system or you can't sleep and you're lonely or you want a distraction, might not even be lonely. You just say, I just want somebody to listen to talk about, bear, you know, Spice Friends. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to keep you company, hopefully help you fall asleep or get through the deep, dark night. I'm glad you're here. I really, really appreciate your time. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody. Scoot's here and... uh this is our episodically modular series, Spice Friends. This is episode seven, I believe. And I just listened to episode six uh, this morning. And so I'm going to catch you up. And if you say this is my first episode of Spice Friends, I thought it was called Big Ones or Big Emojis. I listened to episode one. I said, don't worry, those episodes are prequels. I'm going to give you everything you need to know right now about the show so that... uh It'll keep you company and take your mind off stuff. Uh, so Spice Friends is a, is a, oh, what's episodically modular means you can listen to it in any order, though it does have a touch of seriality. 
Okay, so Spice Friends is a tale about, in a world like ours, uh, and, and you've seen it on TV, it doesn't, like, uh, right now it's not an issue for humanity, but in the past, as you've seen on TV movies and, and series and stuff like that, comics, other art, every once in a while there'd be, like, a big uh, cold-blooded or warm-blooded uh forest friend walking around you know just big as a skyscraper uh they got big names they've been like they step on buildings cars uh they knock stuff over sometimes they dance with one another it makes a big mess and in this world that's been happening on and off somehow our world they they what they did was they took them and put them in celluloid film they did and maybe now they digitized them uh Maybe that's what Digimon was all along. Uh, it was a solution, but not the solution for this one. So let's not get distracted, writing brain. So this world, this world like ours, it has big ones walking around, and they can be grouchy. And over the history of the last, like, 40 years, which is pretty close to our history, they tried different things. At one point, we got help from another planet, Planet Zipper. They said, send us some astronauts. We'll help you fix this because we've been through it. But at first, we're going to put a hibernation ray or something like that. And uh, that put hibernated the whole planet. But the big ones, since they were so much bigger, they woke up from the hibernation last. Now, meanwhile, here, the U.S., well, there, there was other stuff we went through. And, uh, you know, political stuff changed. And currently, the big powers in the world are the CN, which is the Collective Nations. It's run by President Smith. She's kind of president of the world or the Collective Nations. But there's also the currently in our story also the bonds, the big one nations. And these are nations that eventually, over what the story we've told so far, have invited kind of big ones to be in there under some controlled chaos. Now, meanwhile, one of the astronauts returned from Planet Zipper, and they proposed, they said, a Planet Zipper, uh, you know, they had sent pr preparations to be made ahead of time. And it was basically not that different than if uh, a children's serial came out and then the TV show and then the toys, but it resonated, like it had emotional resonance. So that was a plan and then the astronaut said, and now we'll launch the TV show or the program, the streaming show. And it's going to teach children how to express their emotions through song and dance and empower them. And that's how we'll fix things. And President Smith said, but what about the big ones? Uh, and the astronaut said, no, 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 fix the big ones. Not just help the kids, give them tools in their toolbox uh, by doing that. There was this manifestation theory. I, I realized I didn't, you know, it's not me. It's an astronaut from another planet. Obviously, that's the only place this idea could come from. But that, that would manifest spice friends. Right? Maybe it was, maybe the astronaut didn't know what was going to happen. But anyway, it manifested giant spice beings, just like you'd see on the cereal boxes or whatever. And those kind of have dealt with some of the big ones. Then what happened was uh, with the big one nations, they were kind of feeding, like the big ones kept growing. But eventually, in our last episode, they had this idea, okay, what if we have something that's more like a talisman? Like uh, we actually start putting out big ones toys or Spice Friends toys. 
And what if we get everybody in the world involved in it? So participatory activity. And we have the song and dance. And it actually worked. They sent one to a, a big one, one of the uh, bonds, which happens to be in the kind of center of the U.S. or former U.S., just so you have a familiarity with it. And there was like a big hairy ape or something. And this spice friend and the ape, they kind of went back and forth. But eventually the ape, I think, was like, oh, I could play with one of these toys. And it went off. So that's kind of where we're at is like uh, maybe we're on the verge of something. It's episode seven. So maybe this is it. I don't know. Let's just see how it goes. <laughs> like I was playing, like it's not the last episode, just so you know. But it could be, you know, it could be like every episode after this could just be them playing with toys and happy, maybe. Uh, and oh boy. But remember, as Emma, Emma, Emma Otter always says, and, and President Smith is a big Emma Otter fan, all will be well. And, you know, I, I'm not even kidding. If you ever need to uh, feel like that in your day-to-day life, just type in Antonio Banderas GIF, uh, G-I-F, and uh, one of the top ones that'll come up, and you'll say, oh, wow, when I look at Antonio Banderas, whether it's in person or in some sort of looping video where I just imagine uh, what he's like, I feel like all will be well. And also, he happens to be our Hollywood announcer, drives up here from L.A., sits in his car till I allow him to come inside, respects every wish I have, which is pretty extensive. He said he even joked one time, he said, like, uh, I don't know what they call him, I forgot, like a green sheet or a rider or something. He said, usually, you know, it works the other way. Because he said, could I have a sparkling water? I said, after we're done recording, but, you know, bubbles turn out on the mic, uh, and, you know, they also cause mouth noises. And I said, you like, so then I said, why don't you set, we'll set an auto text three hours before you get here to stop somewhere and have a sparkling water. And he laughed and he said, sounds good. And he patted me on the back. And then I said, all will be well. Even when my, my, uh, expectations are extreme. Uh, somebody is extremely professional and loving. That's Mr. Antonio Banderas. I thank you, Scooter. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for another episode. And soon it'll be time for me to have my sparkling water on my drive home. It's time for another episode of Spice Friends. Spicy. Hot. Oh, boy. I feel like that could be... Even though it doesn't fit, like I could be, like I feel like myself getting into a bath or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, not even in a way that's hot. Like, I mean, a hot bath, but uh, like, I don't know. Maybe we could put together, like, do you know what private equity is? I don't totally understand it. But uh, we could get Calgon, we could bring Calgon back. uh, And then you could say that. But they'd probably say, well, there's nothing spicy. You see, this is a vanilla sunshine or whatever how is it spicy and hot and i'd say trust me if if people hear him antonio saying that uh maybe they'll anyway it's thanks that was antonio banderas and this is spice friends thanks everybody uh this is the president here and i wanted to keep our recordings going and I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about recording this, but I know 
it needs to be recorded and we need to listen. It's our way of communicating with one another. It's helping as a part of our process, as you've pointed out. And also, I don't want to record this uh, because I feel like we do seem to have a path now. Well, I want to say we have a clear path to victory, but I say, what would victory, that is an old term, archaic even, because what would that even look like? But then saying, well, I don't know what it would look like, but we have a path to what I believe is better things to a path uh, for a path to, to solution, which feels like a clear path to victory because it's unclear. I feel like I'm now talking like you do, someone that's been, well, it's been a while since you came back from space at this point, but it seems that uh, this formula that we accidentally discovered will it worked uh, and it's it is uh, we've started I can't I can't, I'm having trouble talking about this because it's so it feels like a, not a great idea but I don't feel like I have doubt about the plan like I feel like I just have doubts that I'm afraid that the plan but by talking about our plan it won't like it's a natural fear, and I think I've learned a little bit of that. Uh, I don't have a song, and I don't have a dance for it. I don't have a toy that I can play with with this fear of uh, something good is about to happen. We've witnessed it with uh, the big hairy ape, that uh, this idea of tangible toys, participatory action, and the show, and the song and dance of the show works uh, with... Uh, the cumin, cu- cu- cumin cuties, which is so hard to say. We learned from that, that uh, the cumin cuties and the big hairy ape uh, still, the big hairy ape still exists, but that it's it's been taken off the board seemingly. They're, they're just doing some sort of parallel play and, 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 and living off on their own, the, the, the cumin cuties and... The big hairy ape. Uh, so I don't, I mean, we have a clear path and a plan that we're uh, building towards uh, and uh, looking at what could be considered the greatest. Uh, there I go again. But I, I mean, everyone is behind us. This is like, just like in the the, the other times. In some sense, the times that caused this problem, the idea of uh, a WAR level effort, uh, everyone, all our industries, as many people as we can get in businesses and CN nations and independent nations to work together and people in the big ones nations uh, to start producing these toys, to participate in the process of building the toys to get emotionally involved in the success uh, is uh, it's unprecedented for something that's not offensive, you know, as simple as, well, I'm going to push that out of my way. I'm going to push that door open. And if it's locked, I will break the door. 
And if I can't break the door, I will use this tool that our efforts combined to get that door open. The door stands in my way to victory or whatever. It's not like that. Uh, It's not that clear, but it's also not that brutish. It does not seem that any of our actions have resulted in direct destruction, but change or flight uh, or dissipation or being occupied, not occupation in that sense of the word. So I don't know if I've seen this uh, where, but it's worked in those circumstances in some sense. You'd look back and you say, well, that's the whole, that's how we got the big ones in the first place. This, uh, this machine, uh, building, uh, towards aggression together. And now we're building a machine made up of people wanting to help and wanting to encourage, like wanting, I don't know. I mean, are the big ones our common enemy? They're more of a common problem or a source of antagonism. I don't know. But I'm excited and I wanted to record this uh, because I didn't want to record it. I didn't want to talk about this uh, I felt like it's wrong to be, I'm not satisfied. There's so much work to be done, but I'm excited to do the work. And that uh, brings me a sense of unease, but I've learned that, that I'll talk to other people about it, that I'll try to find a way to let it out and, and to get help and, and to make it playful. Uh, it's not always playful, but. I don't feel playful, but I do feel excited, and I think that uh, talking about it's helped me. And so I'm going to take a break. I know that uh, we're going to have you're excited about this meeting, about the ramp up and the the lineup that you've been, and and you have this other idea you're excited about. So I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. Well. Uh, uh, Madam President, uh, I know you don't like being called Madam President. I'm here recording, and uh, lots been, a lot of work's been done. You really are a leader that, uh, like, you have the ability. I, I know I talk about it, but it always impresses me, your ability to, to lead and collaborate and get the most out of people not over-inspire, but inspire. And this one does feel like your leadership did help it build its own momentum now and that the excitement is really spreading fast. Uh, We have our lineup of uh, Spice Friends, that uh, some of which existed and some of which we've been working on, pepper, mustard, chili, nutmeg, cilantro, paprika, And maybe salt. We still haven't decided on salt. Uh, And that's always been a question. Then it's like, well, it's not a spice. And I say, okay, well, let's hold off then. Can we make it about, you know, can we, do we, if we need salt, uh, then we can have the conversation about the difficulty to have, you know, maybe we can make it the, the, the show, those episodes. But those are the, the, that's the lineup, uh, 
And then also putting names to, to the big ones that are still around. Uh, I mean, it's been amazing that a few of them have demanifested or, or vanished. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll be honest, there still is one unidentified big one out there that we just haven't seen, but that is showing up as a blurp and a bleep. Uh, but, of course, the big one, quad, one bod, four heads, one body, uh, like something out of a D&D campaign. Beak for fish uh, is uh, kind of self-explanatory. You've probably, if you're hearing this, uh, maybe if you're, even if you're, you've probably seen a picture of beak, beak for fish, uh, it's a furry beaked thing. With look, it doesn't. Sw- it can. All the big ones seem to be able to swim. You know, it's it's. But it's fish. Parts of it are fish-like. Beak beak for fish. And these are mostly collected. Uh, you know, from what people were already using. And then Dino Dirt Double Dog. Oh boy, do I love saying Dino Dirt Double Dog. And I see that's kind of what it's like, too. Uh, dino, dirt is covered in dirt or seems to per, 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 has a propensity to be muddy and dirty and, and uh, double dog. But it's like a, it's part dino, but it's got that Cerebus thing or whatever going. And then the mean, messy moose. Who uh, would have thought one of the last big... Uh, that was one of the big ones you didn't expect... Uh, no, you know, mean, messy moose. Uh, who would have thought a giant? But those horns, oh boy, have they done a lot of damage. And that moose is mean and messy as well. So mean, messy moose. And then whichever the other big one, those are what we're going to deal with now. Or what we've been dealing with, uh, with these toy launches in the shows and translating them and making it something that anyone could make and and then the idea and the reason we gave each of them was in a name a clear name we could at least all agree on no you say okay that's a nickname for it beak face yeah okay when you say beak face are you refer which one are you referring to though beak furfish or uh somebody else because of the idea now this was the biggest disagreement we all had was uh as we started to do, 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 well, there was a bunch of areas we couldn't agree on, right? To so the idea of uh, scarcity and holding a large number of toys in this reserve, which who would have, who would have, who would have imagined that uh, our building, I didn't even realize it, uh, was a deep below where uh, other reserves were held. Now it's also a toy, toy reserve, but it was a good idea. It did seem to spur excitement, you know, that people are really excited as we release these toys in limited editions. Will they be re-released? But also knowing that we have a lot of each toy in reserve or each character in reserve to distribute where the need might be. The argument also came up, well, what if we made toys of the big ones, uh, and it was me. I, I did have to say, no, I don't think that'll work. Well, from what we've tried, uh, that won't work. Uh, and people said, why not? What if, and I said, well, there's just, uh, I don't think it's going to work. I, what I think would work is the sense of play as a big one. 
And so that's why we have all the dress-ups or the ways you can make your own costumes to be a big one, playing with a spice friend. And that we've been working on that through the show and working with the team and putting out amazing, amazing entertainment, responding to feelings. Uh, So we have a plan. We have so many resources, so many people excited about it. Also the idea of... uh, that you get you you know that if you work for the effort you get you know you have you have the opportunity to get a, a spice friend uh, I think is important it's giving people a goal to work for and uh, oh there's reports coming in you know we've been waiting for them to appear uh, and we've done the pepper mustard and chili launches uh and uh, so I, I'm going to go and see what, what what's come up. Well, it's president here. So it's been a lot of activity. And uh, I know my last recording, I was uh, concerned with my excitement. And we've seen pepper, mustard, and chili uh, going to different bonds uh, and, and uh, pepper and quad one bod kind of going back and forth. And this is eerie how it played out in a similar way to where the Spice Friend again was trying to pull quad one pepper or mustard and beak for fish, chili and dino dirt double dog uh, to, to, to kind of take them away from the populated areas and to lure them away and having... Just small skirmishes, I would say, dance-offs, as we like to call them, uh, but staying just far enough away and that those bonds were still much larger, that the Spice Friends this far, that's why I said, okay, we can't go one-to-one, but that that, that they're luring them away, and as we're filling that country with, uh, not not everyone can get a Spice Friend, we... we, we, I don't know. I I, I guess uh, you, you, like it was an argument that we both lost against the team. You know, we said, "Well, we're trying to build consensus, uh, so we have to practice consensus." Then, and and the consensus was uh, that it'd be more successful if there wasn't an abundance of toys, if there was that scarcity, and we did have the option. I mean, because the effort to produce these toys has been unprecedented. And I know that uh, nutmeg, cilantro, and paprika are each uh, going out, and hopefully, uh, what is it? Paprika and nutmeg with the mean, the mean moose. What's the mean moose called? Mean the messy, messy mean moose or whatever. But I guess I don't know. I mean, we're going to do the next toy launches as we launch those toys. Uh, we still have uh, cilantro and salt, which were the two that people were most torn about uh, for different reasons. You know, that whole cilantro thing that some people would taste oily. Uh, and I said, well, it's coriander. I don't know. Uh, so I still don't know the type. But anyway, that uh, again, so the big ones are being led away. There's been some small things. Again, we know that there is no, un, no non-populated area in the world Every place is somebody's home or some being's home. 
that we have some sort of responsibility if we could, you know, if we, if there's a choice there for us to make. Uh, but we think that, uh, I don't know, the big one's behavior already seems less aggro, uh, just like the big hairy ape uh, who seems to just live a structured life with this playing with the, the, the human cuties and... Uh, so I don't know. This is, uh, you don't know where things are going, but they're going in the right direction. And we're finally have the, the numbers of everything, both uh, ready to go. This drone distribution thing, which had been something people had talked about, you know, when my father was uh, young and then when my father was my age, oh, it would be, you know, self-driving, self-distributing, flying thingamajigs. And that that is here as well. And that that's how we can get the toys wherever they need to go. Now, there is the issue of the Bond's reaction thus far. But, you know, I'd, 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 let's just wait and see how this next, the, this is the big stage, the big, this is the big one, the big distribution because of the hot season. Uh, so I guess I'll check in and we're going to see how it goes. Okay, President Smith, I'm not going to call, call you uh, Madam President. Uh, you know, I, I remember reading and people bringing it up as we were getting ready, talking about the Cabbage Patch Kids and the hype around the Cabbage Patch Kids. And, uh, you know, we read the Nightwater uh, newsletter and we watched uh, some films and we watched the musical uh, from Star Kid. Uh, and other things, and and thinking about, uh, and we heard reports on it, right? Uh, it wasn't just one thing; it had happened again and again and again. But we guess we have a cabbage patch situation in our hands. The hype has kind of like uh, become something that's become its own thing, huh? I didn't even think about it till this moment. That uh, as little as I know about isotopes and, and, and splitting atoms, fusion. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't even know the difference between fission and fusion. At one point, I probably did when, when they would, before we went to space, but the fission, and, but, but that it's become its own thing. It's like a giant, I don't know, it's like keep throwing rocks in the water or something like that, and waves keep going out. And not everybody's happy about this. So, you know, the Bond nations are very upset, and you're trying to deal with that. And we're trying to make programming based on people's strong feelings about possessing the toys. Uh, But it has to be good. I know it's a little chaotic, but we're human beings, right? There's going to be chaos. There's going to be strong feelings that impact others in a non-positive way. I think that's what we've always stood for. We haven't had this much strong feeling to try to help people balance out that we were the cause of. And we're trying to regulate, you know, with all of the toys we've held in reserve, uh, how we can uh, teach that, but also say, okay, well, yeah, what does fairness mean? Uh, Like making these teachable moments, leaning into the chaos because the chaos seems to be good because now 
as the chaos has increased, the big ones' behaviors changed, right? They've mirrored it in some sense with a nut and converted it. And, and just like the big hairy ape sat down to play and play with their spice friends. And so we have the, the four spice or the four big ones we know about, or five counting the big hairy ape, all occupied or occupying themselves instead of dancing off or, or, or wrestling with the, the spice friends they're playing together and learning together. And there, there's a, we haven't been able to totally understand how they communicate or what they're saying to one another. Cause it's all in that kind of uh, sonic grind, but uh, that they are communicating and people posit that the big, you know, I guess it is, I do agree. The spice friends are trying to teach these healthy lessons to the big ones. You know, observers had said that it's more parallel play that's happening and communication and uh, sharing of resources, you know, finding somewhere where there's water. Uh, but so... Yeah, so so I think we're in good shape. I mean, it is uh, it is very high on the the, the charts. Uh, if there was a bleep, there'd be a, like it's the noise is loud uh, around this. Uh, but I don't think it's gotten carried away. I think it's going to to level off. Uh, and it, that uh, I mean, what's so little chaos and strong feelings? We we know how to deal with those things where the big ones are occupied and the spice friends are occupying them. So I I, I don't know. So I, I guess uh, I don't know. I want to hear. I'm looking forward to hearing you report on your negotiations and and, and how things are going with the big one nations. Okay. Well, this is the president here. And, you know, some unexpected things have happened. Uh, I don't want to say I told myself so, but uh, I guess I should have been, uh, you know, at least there's a term for it. Uh, NFTs uh, is what they're calling the Spice Friend toys now. And, and the, the first word is uh, new and the last word is toy. And the and middle word is, starts with an F. Uh, and ends in ing, uh, because those are worth the most. Uh, and that, how quickly, whew, uh, that that's become the currency of the world. And and how quick? I mean, it's not been that long. I know I haven't recorded because I've been occupied. We had that cabbage patch effect, and people had expected it to happen. And I didn't expect it to, to be so progressive. I don't think you expected it either. That the momentum and the progression was, uh, whatever the math term is, uh, exponential. And it quickly became chaos. Uh, and when there's chaos and when currencies just change, uh, I guess the the, the the most thing is uh, don't know I don't understand us right because even though the value of currency like that people everywhere almost have valued these the, the toys have become the trade and the new toys are the worth the most uh, but the other toys are still worth things 
but the money's worthless. Uh, bartering without toys is, uh, you don't get the same exchange rate. Uh, if you have an NFT, you, you're, you know, and that people are selling these, oh, I'll hold your NFT here in our bank, and then you could do, uh, sell off a division of one toy, one 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 thousandth of a new toy. But, you know, that would be fine because our method of distribution was, you know, pretty well planned to make sure that uh, those that didn't have the, ability, the means to obtain a toy wherever they were, that, that it, there was a sense of fairness. Uh, and you would think that if the, 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 the dollar, the CN dollar, for example, which took over for the U.S. dollar, the people that had the most dollars or the most uh, precious metals, uh, that when those, uh, at least temporarily, which is what a lot of us believe, uh, became worthless compared to the NF to- the toys, uh, that uh, the- those richest people that had gathered those things and sat on them, like a big one in a, in a in a, in, a, in the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or whatever. Uh, sitting on their hoard, those uh, people running some of the big, big, big nations, uh, that those people would, uh, that it would equalize things. But no, they were the ones that, that are now sitting on hoards of the toys. Uh, so that's frustrating to me, besides the entire, emotionally, that's frustrating to me. As a leader, that's frustrating to me. And it's baffling how did that happen and it happened right in front of our eyes uh happened right where where even in the cn and that everyone knows about it uh and it is still kind of st- stuck in that the, we're stuck with the chaos right uh and people's feelings are very strong and the blame is falling squarely here on me on our team, on our initiative, on the creation of the toys, on the idea, at least they don't know that about this facility, but that there's a facility full of toys or the toys, you know, were designed, you know, the big ones, nations, the bonds are saying that uh, this was all an act of aggression. And we also didn't realize that they... While we were putting all of our industrial efforts and human work efforts into the toys and solving this big one's problem, that they were working on their conventional, the old ways, uh, or the ways that never left us. Uh, so that's, uh, as a leader... Not uh, exactly a positive uh, development that I was unaware of. I should have been aware of it. Uh, I should have predicted it, and I did not do any of those things. Uh, It's a failure on my part. So I think we find ourselves uh, heading towards an all-or-nothing situation where without the big, I don't know. I mean, the negotiations are ongoing, and... You know, to try to make sure the resources that people actually need. But it's also like people don't know if we stop 
if the toys stopped circulating or staying important is what would happen with the big ones, right? Uh, but the toys are becoming rarer and rarer. So there is an ongoing thread that says, uh, should we release the toys, uh, but they wouldn't get to the people? Like, it's like flood the market with the toys. Do we need a steady? I mean, the belief here has been that there needs to be a steady stream of toys, that that's what's working. We have to keep doing what's working. Now we have to come up with countermeasures or a counter plan to keep the toys getting released on a regular basis. Because if we flood the market, then the toy, we, we can't, we can't produce enough toys to, to meet demand that, uh, I don't know. There was a theory, give everyone one toy. And that's what we based it on. And the numbers lined up, uh, but that's not what happened. And, and so it's like, oh, we could flood the market again. And then the toys will again roll uphill somehow, like the, the way other resources seem to have done. I don't know. I've been watching the cameras on the Spice Friends and the big ones. And it seems I'm not, not sure. You know, I came into this whole journey to fix things, uh, with sense of uncertainty and unease and not believing in the theories. And they seem to be in a fugue state. And and I say, okay, that is what it's like when we play. But they've been playing for months now. I, 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 I Like part of me doesn't buy it. And, and maybe as other people have pointed out to me, well, maybe you're putting your feelings in the wrong place. Maybe you're just upset with your leadership and your choices and, and, why would you have chosen consensus? And, and I say, okay, okay, it's fair. It's fair. So I, 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 I guess, uh, yeah, I take a break, uh, and we'll figure out what to do next. Uh, you, you know, like, uh, how best to use the resources we have. We're still producing things, but we are at a turning point because see, well, if they're turning towards aggression in the big ones, nations, and this chaos and blame is directed here, and somehow they're misdirecting, saying, you know, I guess we do. I mean, we do have a trove of NFTs, uh, a, was a huge supply of it, a horde that we're, we were planning on sending out uh, piecemeal or whatever you want to call it. But the people saying that are the ones that are sitting on a horde of toys they didn't even produce or weren't even a part of. Uh, I don't know. So... I didn't think it would become about this. Uh, I thought it was about, uh, so I, I guess I, I, I'll have a break. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts uh, on how to fix this. Well, Madam President, it's, it's me. Um, I don't know. Hopefully you're, you're, you're not far from me. And I, but I still feel the need to record this and keep recording it. And we've worked on a new system for communicating because essentially now, well, we've lost a lot now. We don't have the ability to broadcast. We don't have the ability to communicate with the outside world. So we could, uh, we don't have the ability to, I mean, we have the ability to make our show but not to distribute the show. We don't have the ability to leave here, and you're here with us. We've essentially 
Well, you're no longer president. I guess I called you Madam President, but according to what they're saying and the broadcasts we're allowed to watch, uh, that they let us watch, uh, that's the only commute. It's one way communication and the, 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 what they're allowing us to access, uh, that you're no longer president, uh, that there is no more CN, that there's some sort of new bond. And, uh, that eventually, I mean, that, uh, they're going to, to, to be able to access the toys. They'll be able to get here. I guess it was quick that it was before the big ones even made their move. Uh, some of the other leaders of the CN, uh, changed their minds and said, you know, that, uh, they yielded the power uh, to the to the possessors of the NFTs uh, and the power and the sim- not just the symbols of the power. I guess uh, what they used to to take power and they didn't even have to make a move. I guess they didn't realize that, you know that it wouldn't be easy to access where we are. And since I had no idea, you know, I just ended up here. I didn't realize. Uh, how remote and, uh, and, uh, you know, secure we were, but, you know, that's a relative term at this point. Uh, we're stuck here. And at some point, they will presumably gain access uh, to at least the toy reserves and us. Uh, and I guess you're sitting probably trying to discern how to deal with it. Uh, what is the best course of action? And should what should we do? And I, and I understand that, and, and I do feel some responsibility. And I also still believe in our mission, which is maybe part of the problem, is uh, that something about this is keeping the big ones and the Spice Friends and the... Even though not many people are playing with the toys anymore, now that they're... They say, well, it's going to be worth less if I played with it. You know, we're still making the show. Um, and children are still making their own Spice Friends uh, or pretending their other toys are Spice Friends. And I believe that's why the big ones are still occupied, because we're still working. The broadcast is still going out, uh, even though it's not going out. But maybe not. And, you know, you know, like we said, we set up those operations, and now a lot of it has been banned and made, you know, broadcast of the show has been made illegal or versions of the show that we, 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 you know, that we set up, uh, and we're stuck here waiting, uh, till they gain access or what we're going to do before they get access. Uh, you're still president of the world to me because I know all is going to be well under your leadership. We will find a way we'll work together and we'll, collaborate our way out of this uh so don't worry madam president you taught me what emma otter taught you all will be well and uh it just doesn't mean that all will be clear or all will be easy or all will be as i expect it to be and um all won't be really hard and uh you know not that I'm not ever going to have strong feelings. I'm having a lot of strong feelings, Madam President, like I let you down particularly. 
but all will be well. And I'm going to, I know I can, we can all rest our heads on that, uh, in that mumbling broadcast we listen to to put us to sleep. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, we listen to that together and we're going to solve this together. Or, yeah, we're going to solve this together. So, until then, Madam President, let's rest with the idea that somehow all will be well. Thank you.